The following is a presentation of Muddy River Sports. Are you ready? They think you tell us what to do. Bow to the masters. It's time to break it down once again. This is the Muddy River Breakdown with Shuck Daddy and DOB. I'm Muddy River Sports Editor Matt Shuckman with my trusty sidekick, Mr. BBB, Don O'Brien. We're in the colors today. You, I, like, I kind of look like a Staples employee. <laughs> you kind of do. I got the red for those of you. Or, not. or a Chick-fil-A employee. They, yes, yeah. Chick-fil-A also with the khakis in the and the red. You got the red pullover on today. My pleasure. It's my pleasure to be hanging with you. No, my pleasure. Yes, I, when, I whenever I go to six, whenever I go to Chick Fil A, I make it. A, I make it a goal of trying to get at least four of my pleasures out of them. Four, okay. Yes, and usually I can do. You it. Usually get two. It, well, it depends if you go inside or go through the drive-through. Oh yeah, you, you, you get a, you get a my pleasure, at least one when you order, and then at least one when they hand you your food. The trick is to say thank you a lot, and then they have to. I think that's the my pleasure tri- trigger. Okay, I think that's that, that's a Pavlovian signal. Okay, so before we get to my pleasure, before we get started talking sports, since we've already gone down this road, where does Chick Fil A rank in your? If you're on the road and you got to stop and get a meal, like, and I'm not saying stop and sit down and have a meal, like you're you're grabbing a sandwich on your way to a game or or after a game or something like that. Where does Chick Fil A rank in your? Okay, so it depends if I'm by myself yes. or if I'm with someone. Because if I'm, if I'm with the prodigy. We're going to Chick-fil-A. Okay. That's his number one. Uh, when we went up to Moline a couple weeks ago to watch the Blue Devils, I wanted to go somewhere local. Yeah. I would. I, I probably would have went to Arthur's Deli, or I didn't okay. have enough time to go to Happy Joe's, but right. I, I probably would have went to Arthur's okay. Deli or Hungry Hobo. Okay. Two of my faves when I go up there. Right. They're both sandwich shops. Uh, but no, the prodigy had to go to his Chick-fil-A. So if, if he is... he. If he's with me, okay. we're Chick Fil A. Or now I turn him on to raising canes too. He's a caniac. See, I'm not at all. You're not a caniac. I tried cane. I've only done it once, and it was this spring when I was covering Q and D soccer down at you know in Columbia mm-hmm. for the super sectional. I thought everybody's talking about canes. Should Quincy get a canes? Yes. So I went. I went and tried it. There was absolutely zero special about it. It was a. Did, bo- you, try the, did you try the sauce? I'm not a big sauce guy. Oh, see the caniac sauce, the caniac, that, that that's what that's what. But the, the the chicken strips were bland. You know the best part of my box was was your the crinkle fries. No, what they were soggy. The crinkle fries soggy with the, the coleslaw. No, it was the piece of Texas toast. Ah, that was the best. That was the best part of my raising canes experience. See, so that, that tells you where I where I that ranks for me. Yeah, see that's not good. Okay, so you that was the quad they have cities. good lemonade there though too. All those uh, Chick Fil A has good lemonade as well. Is there any, so since you lived in the St. Louis area, is there anywhere different down there that you would go to that maybe isn't around here? Like, I think of one in the St. Louis area that stands out to me. Oh, what are you going to say? Are you turning all Ben Marth on me and saying uh, White Castle no, is where no, you're no, going to no. go? No. There's um, so many options other than White Castle. So no, I don't have a problem with White I Castle. Would put, no. I would put Chick-fil-A in my top couple, my, my top three. Okay. It's, it, it's Mount Rushmore of because the rule of the road is, is you have to eat somewhere where you can't eat at home. Ding, 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 ding. If you, if I'm telling you what, if you're going to wherever and have a McDonald's, you're not doing it right. Exactly. I mean, unless you just have no other option and you're you're on the road and you're just trying to get somewhere quick, you have you, there's no reason for you to go to. And again, nothing you, against McDonald's or Hardee's no, or any of those no, places. But it, you got to try to get something you cannot get yes. in Quincy. So where's your where's your uh, where's your other St. Louis plot? Lion's Choice. Okay, so that's a good one. 
Uh, I have not had a lot of Lions choice. When I moved down to St. Louis and lived there for a couple of years, in our little town of Troy, we had a jack-in-the-box. Okay. So we were hype on jack-in-the-box. Yep. So like, this could be great. We've never had a jack-in-the-box. Trash in a box. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of, of course, I'm probably going to get a sued for saying that, or some snowflake's going to melt because I said that. It's not very good. Um, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Horrible, in the words of Charles Barkley. Jack in the Box is bad. Don't ever go. If you've never had Jack in the Box, you're not missing anything. The big, the commercials are goofy with the big guy with the big Jack in the Box head. Yeah. Don't go. So I had this conversation with Matt Longo, and and he gets came, around. He He's gets, a traveler. He gets to travel, and uh, there was somebody else I was talking the same thing to. So the Emos Pizza in Troy. Now, now, granted, there are people who, and it's a, it's a very hot topic when you talk Emos. Either yes. you like it. Or you hate it. Like, there's yes. no middle ground when it comes to Emo's Pizza. But the the, the Emo's in Troy, Missouri, okay. has a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect spot. You go cover something in yep. St. Louis, you call ahead, you swing through the drive-thru in Troy, you get your pizza, and you eat your pizza on the way back to Quincy. I've done that many a time. Okay. So. The place I want to do that with. Yes. The Hucks now down at Hannibal has a Godfather's, Godfather's. Pizza inside of it. I haven't had a Godfather's Pizza price since 1988. But I would like to try. I mean, back then it was awesome. Yes. But that's 35 years ago. Yeah. So well, who knows? Well, we had a Godfather's here in Quincy. Okay. So was, we, we had one in Galesburg, too. It was where, well, where Hy-Vee is now. There, that used to be part of it. There was a strip mall kind You're of. You're talking Hy-Vee Broadway? Highway, Hy-Vee Harrison. Hy-Vee Harrison. Yes. There okay. Was a, so, yes. There was, a, I was, there was a Freezes video over there. There was a bowling alley in front of it? Yes. There was a bowling alley at the corner of 12th and Harrison. The Hy-Vee set back. And then it was kind of a strip mall to, to the east yes. of the high V and there was a freezes video and there was a Godfather's pizza in there freezes video the kids that I don't understand video <laughs> no not at all. all I had a kid recently a college kid aged kid mm-hmm. was trying to describe a rotary phone to me mm-hmm. and to hear him describe is that one and he was like is that one of those phones where you you have to take the number and turn the dial and it was like he doesn't have any clue what a rotary no. phone is so, like, None. trying to describe a video store to kids today. The fact that, you know, I used to have, if I wanted to watch WrestleMania, I had to wait three months and then hope that it was in at, uh, let's see. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm not going to brag or anything right now, but back in the day, I was uh, I worked at Hogan's Video and was pretty much the manager of the place. Okay. Uh, so I would always, when I was at Hogan's Video, I'd always make sure I'd, uh, you know, pull back to WWF stuff and, and make sure I had first crack at it. But when I wasn't working at the video store, you had to hope that none of those other Losers that liked wrestling yeah. had gotten in there and, um, and 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 took WrestleMania three before you could get to it. Although WrestleMania three was the first pay per view that I watched live. Well, and you got to remember a lot of the movies that we would pick up at the video store. The video store had one copy of. Yes. So if you happen to get so in there, once you Roadhouse, you you better get there when when it's available. Exactly. It's amazing how much times have changed. I mean, it's unreal. I mean, we had although and then and then to come back like Blockbuster and Blockbuster moved into town. Then Hogan's video, we had to get more copies of just oh, the yeah. movies. You had to have multiple copies because Blockbuster would, you know, when uh, f- what whatever movie would come out. Uh, what was a big movie in the early 90s? I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, um, I can't even But think. anyway. Top Gun. It was top, late 80s. Top Gun comes out. Yeah. Blockbuster is going to have a whole wall of Top Gun. Right. Whereas Hogan's video is going to have two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the mom and pops got uh, kind of pushed out by Blockbuster. But everybody got pushed out by Blockbuster thanks to the internet. Did Hogan's video have a back room? So Hogan's video, <laughs> that's a great question. So Hogan's video, we did not have a back room. But what we did have is we had the sheet. 
you had to, you 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 actually had to look at the sheet and by the name of the video mm-hmm. is how you had to if uh, okay. you wanted some little uh, adult entertainment adult. late night. Okay, um, you had to look at the sheet. Now it's unlike the uh, family video would have their back room. Right. Uh, we had we had a sheet with about a probably I don't know fifty hundred somewhere in there. Uh, the best though is. At the start of my shift, every time I'd have to call in and call people who were late with their videos, and it was always great to call the people who were late with their adult videos. <laughs> um, and then you know some of the so, some of the some of the uh, some of the titles on those weren't stuff that we could even you know I don't yes, I, I don't want Martha we, to get mad at me yes but exactly. uh, you know we we uh, you know some let, let's just say for a seventeen year old kid to be leaving a, a, a voicemail message on an answer machine with some of those things was quite interesting. And it was a funny part about it was there was this guy who was a, who was a, he was, he went to Carl Sandburg college and was a basketball player. Okay. And he was always late. He had his stuff late all the time. And I was always calling him. Well, I eventually started covering the games for the register mail. And and Mike Trueblood would send me out to Carl Sandburg college to cover men's basketball games. I'm looking at starting lineup. This dude's their starting center. And I'm like, (laughs) Do I go up to him after the game and ask him to return his movies? <laughs> Did you ever do that? I eventually got to know him a little bit, and, I, and it's because I, you know, I went to Sandberg for a year, right? And uh, I was like, dude, you're always on our late list. Why can't you just bring stuff? And he was like, he was this guy that lived on an Indian reservation or something that before he came here, it's so like okay. out in North Dakota somewhere. Oh wow! So he had no idea what what probably what any of that stuff was. He probably just thought he could take the movie and have it forever. Uh. So anyway. Uh, working in, working in a movie, uh, working in a video store was great because we would also, once it got late at night, um, you know, we'd bring out the R. I would put on Eddie Murphy's Raw like every night I worked. No, oh, I can imagine. Just, it, because, you know, you have after 9 or 10 o'clock, there's not going to be, we're open to midnight every night. Okay. So, um, should we've had Eddie Murphy's Raw on? Eh, probably not, but you know what? What are they going to do? But you got to see all the movies when they came out on Correct. video. Yeah, I was big man, a big big man in town. When you can get the, you know, when you get that early access to those movies. That's right. That's cool. Well, okay. So obviously Chick Fil A. We we got started on this by talking about Chick Fil A. Yes. And how I'm dressed today. And yeah, and how you're dressed. Natalie attired. I I could also go the route that that's St. Louis Cardinals red. Yes, because it has been a big week for the Ooh, St. Louis Cardinals. Which reminds me, I'm gra- I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Let me go to let me go to my thing because I actually saved a tweet. Because I want to ask you, Chuck. Go ahead. Oh, go okay. Ahead, go ahead with your thing. What you're going to okay, say? Okay. Well, I, I was going to say we were both at football games last Friday night. Yes. Uh, you were at Quincy Notre Dame, and, and I was in Macomb. Uh, and while we were doing that, and while we were working, and then getting everything ready, this cool kind of thing happened. You know, Albert Pujols just hit his 700th career home run. Just became the fourth person in Major League history to do that. And we had some Quincyans actually in the stadium. In that unreal. That was so cool. Yeah, Rick, Rick, Gen- Rick, and Becky Gennenbacher, who whose daughter who had played at Quincy Notre Dame was a, a, a star athlete, went on and played. Kristen mm-hmm. went on and played volleyball at the University of San Diego. Was still living in San Diego, uh, has to be out of her apartment at the end of this week. She's moving to Virginia. And she's recently married, moving to Virginia with her husband, who's in the armed forces, um, and he's stationed in Virginia, so that's why they're moving. Yep. And uh, so they were there to help her get stuff packed and get out of the apartment and all that kind of stuff. So while they were there, they attended two games at, you know, at Petco Field. Is it Petco? Uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, Jack Murphy Stadium. Yes, no, Jack I'm Murphy kidding. Stadium. No, Petco. It used to be Jack Murphy. Yes, it used to be. Um, but so they, they took in two Cardinal games at Petco. Uh, and then on Friday, got tickets Friday afternoon and made the drive to L.A. I'm so glad Rick didn't turn around. 
Oh, no doubt. I'm, I, he's sitting there telling me the story of how he was getting uh, frustrated by all the traffic and the, the 90 minute drive took over three hours because of traffic and it was five lanes, bumper to bumper. At times you're just sitting there just at a dead standstill. And he's thinking about turning around and saying, eh, we're not going to go to the game. And Kristen and Becky, like, and Kristen especially was like, no, just keep going. We'll get there. And so he, he finally did. He finally said, okay, fine, we'll get there. <laughs> and then the funny part is, so they had a pregame ceremony. They gave Albert and, and Yachty golf bags. Mm-hmm. And so they missed that because they were coming in the stadium. And as Rick said, he had to, to go to the bathroom before he sat down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they got, they, they had, man, their their seats were fantastic. Too bad he's not a left-handed hitter. They might have they yeah. walked out with 700. Uh, he said that he said online at StubHub and, you know, the different, ticket brokers that they were they were looking at that day everything in left field was 200 or more so they took they got seats in right field um and i think lars newt bar hit a home run and said it just went right over their heads so that's kind of cool i mean it's they, they had great seats um and they got to witness history and they didn't pick up their phones and good and, job by them and and sit there and try to watch it through their phone so they could tape it and have it on their phone Rick had a great quote in your story, which um, I believe is an exclusive. Um, they, uh, you know, the fact that he said, "Look, I'm going to see that thing a million times on Twitter and oh, yeah. replays and, and everything else. I want to see it. I want to um, live it. Yes, I want to live it. And they did live it. They did. And good for them. I do. And, and we talked a little bit before we went on air. I'm bummed that they don't have a ticket to uh, ticket stuff. No doubt. Of course, that's that's you know, you talked about the rotary phone earlier. Yeah. You know, no one has rotary phone. You know, nobody has ticket if, stubs anymore. I have not. I can't remember the last time I went to a Cardinals game and actually had a hard, you know, ticket. ticket. Yes. Yeah, actually something put in my hand. Which is disappointing to me. Now, granted, we're we're older as as far as sports fans go, and and the younger generation doesn't even realize that you'd get a ticket to go yes. to a game. But I still have my ticket stubs from when Quincy High School played in the state basketball tournament in the early '80s. I I mean, I have all kinds of things like that. And think about that now from a memorabilia standpoint. Even, you know, when you, let's say, okay, I went to a Pearl Jam concert back at, in, at Soldier Field in 94, 95, whenever okay. that was, 95. Um, there was only 50,000 of those. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, for when Hank Aaron hit number 715, there are only 37,000 of those tickets available. Right. So, you know, that's why I said, that, you know, if you had actually a hard ticket, you know, there are a limited number of those. And, uh, uh, you know, from a memorabilia standpoint, you know, if you're – geek like I am about that that's kind Same of interesting here. to think of that about that well yeah because I mean and Rick shared it with me his ticket his online ticket mm-hmm. off his phone yeah um it could be easily duplicated correct you know where if you're sitting there with the ripped ticket stub and mm-hmm. he sits there has the date on it and the game and all that yep. nobody can replicate that okay here's my question for you now yes sir so a guy who I follow on Twitter big Cardinal fan uh some dude named Quinn at Quinn STL cards his quote or his tweet yesterday, was each game I'm starting to think more and more that Pujols should get a musical-sized statue outside of Bush in a few years. No. Because he left. Because he left. Had he stayed his entire career with the Cardinals, he would be as revered as Stan the Man. Yes. There are there is still people out there who criticize him for leaving. I figured, I knew, I figured that's what you are going to say, but I want to throw it out at you. Anyway. I did... Do I think he deserves a statue? Well, heck yeah. Yes. Somebody, I, I saw somebody who actually took a picture with the Stan the Man statue and like rearranged it and moved it 
and put a spot for where the Albert statue could go in that in that same entrance area. I'm like, no, that no. You meet me at stand. You don't meet me. You don't meet a stand at Albert. Right. And even well, when you could have been, you could have had. You could have things gone differently. And he'll go in the Hall of Fame with a Cardinal cap. Yes, we know that. You know, it's he isn't going to ours. Yes. But the fact that he left for that extended period and ended up playing for three different teams in his career, I don't think he gets the same kind of statue. Okay, so riddle me this then. Uh, should there be different – should Gibby have a bigger statue? Could should Ozzy have – I mean, by by the – and again, I guess you're trying to treat everybody on the same level outside of Stan. Right. For, for obvious reasons. But, uh, you know, because everybody – you know, Stan Musial – excuse me, uh, Gibby's – a statue's as big as Ozzy's, as big as yeah, know, whoever else is at Bruce. Did and Bruce Sutter have a statue out there now? No, I don't think so. He's a Hall of Famer, though, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know, honestly. But anyway, but, all yeah. the other guys who have statues at Hornsby, uh, yeah. those guys, yes, they're all the same size. Yes. So I don't know if there should be uh, to me. To me, that's where Albert goes out there with the other guys. Yes. And again. Yachty and, and Albert and Yachty probably both deserve statues among that group. They will. And uh, they will. Well, and, and so that is, those are for Hall of Famers only, right? Yeah. So when they get in. Yes. And I, and I know there's de- debate over whether Yachty should he's be a Hall of Famer. He's going to get in. I mean, he's he's the best defensive catcher of his generation. Yes. Um, there's some who think he might be the, one of the best defensive catchers ever. Yes. He did He did enough offensively. Yes. Um, you know, did he come up? He he, he came up huge in some spots in no, the playoffs. No, no doubt. Uh, yeah, so, you know, th- those are just bitter Cub fans that, that, that are mad that so, he didn't play for them. I, but, no, I don't, think, I don't think Albert deserves the same statue as, size statue as Stan. It's fine. I just had to throw it out there. What do you think? I, I agree with you. I just thought it was I thought it was an interesting question that that guy posed. Uh, he got he he got a ton of feedback. On and that. how did the feedback? I mean, a without lot of re- people were like, no, he doesn't deserve that. So uh, as I, as we're sitting here, I on think most Tuesday people would... afternoon, he's gotten twelve hundred like or eleven hundred likes on it. Yeah, and See, 81, I... 81 comments, and this guy has six thousand followers. So it's not like he's got one point five million followers or anything. He's a you know he's a decent sized Twitter account. Yeah. So I mean, I w- I would sit there and say that I think most people would agree. Give him a statue, just not. The same size as Stan the Man, and you know what? I'm okay. I I I have no problem at all. Another guy that I went back and forth with on Twitter the other day about uh, this one guy's like, oh, all these Cardinal fans are kissing his butt now because he came back. Those are the same people that hated him. And I'm like, look, I've enjoyed everything about Albert. Am I disappointed that he left? Sure, but do I do I did I kill him for it? No, because no, he went with the here. money. He, he went for the better deal. St. Louis got the best. 11, was it 11 years? Mm-hmm. And maybe even the best 12th year out of him. Because of this year. Because of this year. Yes. Of his career. The fact that he went to Los Angeles stunk because we never got to see him play. Like, we never get to see Otani play. We never get to see Trout, Trout play. Because yep. I'm just not staying up that late. No. Um, and think, of, think of the number of times we would have watched Kershaw pitch. Yeah. If he pitched for anybody else. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, is there some Midwest or East, Midwest, East Coast bias here? Probably so. But I'm not staying up for the... 905 start for the Padres and Dodgers or yeah. the Angels and Mariners if you will just not going to do it so um you know I'm I have no problem with I've, I've loved I loved that they went, went and got him yeah. I'm glad it's worked out um you know are they going to win the World Series probably not I don't think they have enough pitching I don't think so uh, their offense has been awful lately 
But uh, I just think it's been, uh, you know, wonderful to have Albert back in that one last run with him and Yachty and Wayno. I don't, I don't know how closely, I mean, I know you're a social media guy, so you're on there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the little video snippets the Cardinals have done the last inning? I've only seen the first of the last innings, but yes, oh, I need to see wow. the rest of them. You, you do. They are phenomenal. Yeah. They, you know, they have Wainwright voice them. John Goodman voices one. I mean, they're just so well done. It's amazing how well done they are. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, um, yeah, well, we'll talk more Cardinals next week when we're closer to the postseason. Yes. Oh, we are going to have some October baseball to talk about. Another red October. Can't wait. Love it. It'll be oh. exciting. Okay, but, question now for you. Okay. Switch gears. Yes, and go back, for it. Back at the high school. Yes, like that's where I was going. That's where I was going next. So. Okay, so we're, we're, we're basically we're, we're past the halfway point. Yes. So my question to you is we didn't, we didn't predict these going into the season. Okay. We talked about it a little bit, but now that we're half point, halfway point, we've got something. We've got, uh, you know, we've seen what these teams have done. We know what's ahead of them. Um, I'll start with Quincy Notre Dame first. Okay. They're three and two. Uh, they have four games in front of them. Correct. A couple toughies in the next couple weeks. Yep. They need to get to that magic number of five. Do they get to that magic number of five to be playoff eligible? And I would assume that they're going to have enough playoff points. I would assume so too. Because they, they play a lot of tough. And I will say this. Yes, they will get to five. They will not get to six in the regular season. Okay. I think they end up five and four. So I, I, I agree with you. I think it's all going to come down to week nine. Yep. I think they need to go to John Burroughs. They're, they're going to Muhammad Seymour this week, which is ranked number three in class 5A. Sorry. They're probably going to lose. Initial cough might, no, cough you're fine. Something. Sorry. But Muhammad Seymour will be a, a decided favorite this week. Like number three in class five. I mean, they are uh, they're tough. I saw them play last. I mean, of course, it's different. But I watched right. the triad played them last year in the playoffs and got smoked. So, uh, so I've, you know, they're they're a heck of a team. So then, then you come home for Normal West, which is, I believe, four and one going into this week. Uh, a Class Six A school that has played well this year. You have your hands full. Yes. Then you get you got Granite City and John Burroughs to finish. Granite City's an that, that, that's a dub. That's that's a win. And John Burroughs has not been great this year. John Burroughs is a very good program, but it's a team that has struggled this year. They're down cycle right now. So, but it's a Saturday afternoon game at John Burroughs with your playoff life on the line. Probably. It's interesting. That's Should be a very interesting day. That's what. Uh, that's so why, yeah, that's I I think for. they get I think they get to that five. They get in the playoffs. What I'm personally hoping for is they go five and four and get in the playoffs, mm-hmm. or six and three. You know, sure. And that Macomb goes nine and zero, oh, and that's your first round matchup. Just because of the history of the rivalry, yep. and I think it would be a fantastic way. To, to for a playoff setting. Well, Bill Connell and I were talking before last uh, last week's game, and he's certainly uh, he's been through those the, the ringers before and yes. seen that. And he goes that that's something certainly that they have on there. Uh, you know that could certainly could happen. Yes, so it, would, it could be very interesting. But yes, I I do think Notre Dame ends up a playoff team. Okay, so now let me go across town. Now Quincy High School's four and one. Yep, big win over my streaks of Galesburg, who were not that good. No, I looked like a rough night for Beth. They, they, they got a lot more rain up there during the game than what we had down. So they ran the ball south. a lot. They didn't throw the ball a lot. Well, they tried to throw the ball a lot early, and Braden got picked off a few times, yep. and it wasn't. Uh, uh, it wasn't. He didn't have his typical night, but I don't think he had the typical conditions to work under. Either. Correct. So they got to four and one. 
I don't think there's any doubt that they're going to get to the fifth win just for the simple fact that Rock Island Allman, no disrespect to Allman, they're still out on the they're, they're still out there. Um, Allman just had to skip a game because they didn't have enough people. So right. you know, I think that's week seven is when they go up there. Um, I think that's yeah, that's next week. So um, and that's on a Saturday. So you hope they don't get too banged up here. So of course, yeah, I can play them. Um, Are you sure that's not the following week? Maybe it's week eight. I can't remember. Anyway, anyhow, they still have Allman out there. Yes. Um, this Friday night, though, so we, we we're in agreement they're going to get to five at least. Oh yeah. How how high are they going to get? And they're they're four. How how, how what's their ceiling win total wise? They get to six. For sure. It is week eight because they have Geneseo. Geneseo week. week seven. Yes. So I think I think they beat Geneseo. I think they you know they beat Allman. So I'm thinking they're sitting at six. Can they will they end up six and three or seven and two or or eight and one? You know you're sitting there. I think this week is going to be a, a challenge. Sterling's it's, very good. It's a challenge, and I think this is somewhat. We go back to the Moline game. That was a litmus test for them. We 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 you and I both sat here. Okay, we're going to find out a little bit about the Blue Devils. And what we found out, I think, yep. in that Moline game is that their offense will travel. They they they, yes. they can do things offensively. Whether it's the Flint Stadium, I mean, they even on that uh, natural turf up at up at uh, Moline, they were able to function fine. Right. Uh, it's their defense that was the obviously they Moline runs an offense like nobody else. And Moline ran over them. And Moline, five hundred twenty-three yards later on, on the ground, rolled yeah. right through them. Now Sterling is probably a bit more. Uh, and again, I don't know much about them. A little more balanced. Yes. And they they have a couple quarterbacks they rotate in and out. Yes. So I think this is more a game more Quincy speed. Uh, and they have it at home. They don't have to make the four and a half hour trip. I, I'm kidding, by the way. It's like but, three plus. Yeah, three. If they don't, they don't have to get on a bus on Correct. Friday. Correct. So the fatigue, any travel fatigue, will be with Sterling. So I think this is a big game for them as far as hey, how good are we? If they win this week, I think they go eight and one. I think they beat Rock Island. I think home they, they beat Rock back. Island at home in the in the finale. If they lose this week, they're still got a shot at seven and two. I think you know that. I think that Rocky game is. The Rocky games could determine whether they get a home playoff game or not, mm-hmm. depending on how this week goes. Um, because if you finish seven and two, you got a shot at a home playoff game. Well, and uh, those guys are still focused, even though they've they've got a, a loss in the conference. I know that Rick's still talking to his guys about, hey, we we can still win the conference. Yeah, so obviously they have to get help. Uh, Moline and Sterling have yet to play one another. So, uh, so, so if you uh, beat Sterling, Sterling beats Moline. There's a, you could end up with a three way tie, yep. you know. But you got to take care of business the rest of the way. And I think this team is very capable of that. Yeah, this is a team that just kind of as I thought going into the year, they're getting better as the year goes yep. on. Uh, you know, I know they had a big loss with Aiden Byquist early on. Yep. But uh, you know, they've had guys step up. The Tykel Hammers has has really just kind of seamlessly walked into that uh, spot and done really well. Uh, they've had other yeah. guys. Their their line has played really well. Both. Both offensive and defense. No question. Um, you know they. Uh, There's a lot to, to be encouraged by, yeah. especially because they're probably a year away from where we thought they'd be. Like, like I thought. You know, let's take a step back. Going into last year, you look at how young they were, mm-hmm. and you think, okay, they could be decent this year. The next year, maybe get in the playoffs, and then so you had four wins last year. Yeah, you go up to maybe seven this year, maybe eight. I, you know, I take. And that, and that could very well happen. Yes. If you if you take this conversation back to the start of the 2021 season, mm-hmm. when Braden Little is a freshman, you got sophomores like Byquist in the starting lineup. You got you know Gregory Gregory Quince doing things. Okay, you're sitting there going, okay, get to four or five this year, 
get to six the next year. And then maybe by the time Byquist a senior, Little's a junior, you know, that Chris Flax is a senior. Chris Flax is a senior, Jack Metamire's a senior. You're thinking, okay, that's the year they go eight and one, make a playoff run. Yep. I think they're a little ahead of schedule right now, as far as that goes, because these guys have worked so hard. Mm-hmm. And not trying to say, well, they're you know, they're ahead of schedule. I, I say that just they're better now than we projected them to be because of how hard they've worked to get to that level. Football's a team. Football's a sport, I think, that you just – okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare it to what they had with boys basketball last year. Yeah. Boys basketball changed overnight. I think that's harder to do in football. Yes. For a lot of different reasons, the least of which is, um, you know, it's – you know, obviously the basketball team had a couple freshmen that, that made an impact immediately last year. I don't think the same – I mean, outside of uh, uh, you being named um, – you know, Aeneas Williams or Jairo Brock or something like yeah. that, you're not going to have a freshman come in at the varsity level in football and make that much of an impact. Jairo didn't even play football as a freshman. So, like, it, yes. you don't see very many freshmen. Jairo didn't play as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Aeneas played as a freshman. Did we talk about, well, yeah, we did. He was really good. He was. He was really he's, good. He's, he's, he was unbelievable as a freshman, unbelievable now. But, yeah. you know, it's hard for those guys, for those younger guys to make a difference. Especially at a bigger school. Like, yes. like you see freshmen at the 1A and 2A level sure. play because one kind of, sometimes they have to yes. for numbers wise, but also because if, the, if there's a kid is physically mature and ready to play at that level, they're going to put him in there because he's probably better than what they have if, if he's ready to go. At the 4A, 5A, 6A, and on up, it's a lot harder for a freshman to step in and be like, I can play with these guys just for just from the physical maturity side of things. And the thing you have to remember with with Quincy High School is that should they get those those playoff, you know, those enough playoff points, five, six, seven wins. Yeah. I mean, their playoffs, it's a different world than, than <laughs> I mean, than than what you have. Are they seven A or are they six A? Six A. They're six A. Okay, so they wouldn't have to worry about. Oh wait, wait a minute, time out. Uh, Eastside High is six A. That's correct. That's what they're slotted into. Because yeah. I think Eastside would really be like a 5A school or a 4A. And they but play they up. Pet- they petition to play up. Yes. Um, so, I mean, again, I know that – was it, what's Rochester and all that? Are they 5A? 5A. Okay. So, you know, you've got – and again, not You're not, you're not going to run into a Sacred Heart Griffin or a Rochester or a Joliet Cavalry, but you could run into teams out of the Chicagoland area. Yep. We've seen it every year. You know, one year they played Willowbrook. Mm-hmm. One year they play, played uh, – um, New Lenox Providence. Mm-hmm. You know they've had some dandy teams. New Lenox Providence, all right? They they came down here for that playoff game. Yes, and they had men on their team. Yes, they, well, they had the wide receiver that went to Notre Dame. Yeah, um, name escapes me at the moment, but and they had a big lineman who was yes. who was like a, a a house. And Quincy went up fourteen nothing on them, mm-hmm. and I believe lost forty four fourteen. Yeah, well, or something like that. But but I mean, yeah. they they were. It's it's a different level when you get deeper into the playoffs at that at that big school level. Yeah. It's a different type of game. But I think Quincy High is going to be in the playoffs. Well, there's no doubt in my yeah, mind they're going to be in the playoffs. So I think both teams in town are getting in the two. playoffs. You got, you got two Quincy playoff teams. Yeah. And then and then you I look at our that. area, Central's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They've already hit the five-win mark. McCombs in the playoffs. They've already hit the five-win mark. Both are, you know, 5-0. and oh. um, Brown County will we'll get in the playoffs. Unity Payson's got a shot to get in the playoffs. And I believe Illini West, sitting at two and three, is going to have to make something happen to get in the playoffs. But – that's a pretty good group from our coverage area that's going to be playoff bound. So you're going to have a busy November. Yes. And then on the other side of the river, obviously Hannibal's pretty salty. Monroe City might be good enough to win a state title in class one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – and then we haven't even discussed 
how good some of the soccer teams are, some of the volleyball. Like volleyball, man. There are some really talented teams in this area. There's Okay, so I watch the highlights every night, and I'd be scared to play against some of these young ladies. How hard they hit it? Holy smoke. Yeah, I mean, it's serious I mean, business. Okay, so the Stevens girl from um, Amanda yes. uh, hits about from, 145 from, miles per hour. From Southeastern. Yes. Uh, the um, You've got another uh, – Quincy Notre Dame's had two or three people that hit the ball like 300 miles per hour. <laughs> yes. Um one was there a you're gonna, if you got on the floor against one of those you would end up getting tattooed i'd be like the girl that got her head got to get the ball hit off her head yeah uh was it one of the notre dame girls like actually you know did a facial to a girl and like it, it yeah. literally knocked off her noggin you would i don't know what brand of of ball they use but you would have spalding molten spalding yeah, or whatever molten mizuno yes. whatever it is across your forehead but yeah, I think you're I think you will be making a return and, trip to And you uh, might even have that with Emma Hoyne's serve. If you've not yes, seen her I've serve, seen her, yes. get out there and watch it. Maybe she's the one that put the ball off someone's noggin. Because not only is she just dynamite as an outside hitter, but her top spin serve is incredible. I mean, it the, there's nights I've sat there and watched and the other teams like there's nothing we can do. I'd be scared. Yes, I would. I, I you wouldn't get me. I mean, I don't know though. I'd even play like mud volleyball against them. They'd probably kill me. But yeah, I mean, they're they're impressive. And the fact of the matter is, next you got week, Unity's a good team, right? Unity's good. Southeastern's good. Brown County's good. Illinois West is good. I mean, now now we're if we're talking state caliber, good. Unity at the Class One A level. Well, Unity and Southeastern could, could both get there, I guess, because they don't they wouldn't meet until the state tournament, right? Right. They're both in different super sectionals. Shout out Shu for that little tip. No, no question. Um, but then you got Notre, you got Notre Dame and Macomb. Macomb's undefeated, I believe. Really? Still, and they play Notre Dame next week in town. That'll be a big one. Yes, it will. What about the two soccer teams in town? What are their chances? It's interesting. Notre Dame being a Class One A school, um, they've had some ups and downs this year, but they're ultra talented, mm-hmm. and, and and they've got well the leading scorer in school history on their team, and Tanner Anderson. So the fact that they got a guy that talented on who's going to slew to play soccer, the fact that they have that on their team, you know, make at, at the one A level makes them dangerous. Mm-hmm. I still think they have some question marks defensively at times that they need to shore up. But they're a team that's capable of making a run. I don't think you'll see Quincy High. I think Quincy High might be able to challenge for a regional. I don't think you'll see them challenge for a state tournament berth. All right. And no, 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 obviously no big soccer announcement from you this weekend. We get, we, are you going to wait? Make, we're going I'm going to, I know people were expecting it. I've had some messages. We're going to make it wait. I want to get Tyler Tomlinson in here with us. Well, hey, I tried to get, I saw him at Oktoberfest on uh, Saturday night and uh, broke it down with him. And he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't budge. So he, would not I, budge I, and tell he me has to be, maybe he and I need to do a video to go with this to, to make the announcement. Because uh, I know he's very yeah, busy I mean, with hey, school. You're and, the biggest free agent on the market when it comes to the English Premier Soccer League. I, I but I, I have my team now. I have to start investing in my team. So what I've been doing now, I'm so into it. I've been reading the Daily Mail. Uh, have you really? Of, yes, and I've been reading stuff about Tottenham uh, and the Daily Mail. Um, <laughs> You're all in. I'm all in. And you we're, are you know, all we're, in. We're playing all these friendlies right now, and I don't want any of my guys to get hurt through any of these friendlies. Uh, very glad to see Hugo Loris, our, our keeper, decided not to play with his uh, with his national team during the uh, during the international period. Good for him. We need to keep him. We need to keep him healthy for uh, for for club play. We don't, who cares about country? We need him for the club. You talking EPL just makes me giggle. For club and country, baby. Or yes, for club and country. Just makes me giggle. I wish Jack McKenzie was around here. He'd be so oh, proud of me. He, 
the conversations the two of you would have over this. Oh, I, and you, I would you, notice, your head would be spinning. Yes, because he he he, he is he he's still he's. He, you know, everybody in town who likes soccer has forgotten more about soccer than I'll ever know. Yeah. But him especially. Um, God, he lo- he so loved the game. Oh, with, I mean, and so loved, passionate about the game. Loved the Premier League. And, the, and I'm sure he liked the other ones too, but I think he was a Premier – I think he was an English soccer guy. Yes. You know, not to say anything against La Liga or any of those other ones. But, uh, you know, I just – you know, but, Jack, I, but, but he'd it, watch anything. But if I remember correctly, wasn't he the one that said Costa Rica was our nemesis? Costa Rica is our nemesis. He was getting ready. He went to Kansas City one day. Yes. Yeah. To watch watch, uh, watch a friendly between the the national teams. Yes. yes. Yeah, what a so, guy! I mean, it, it, there's a reason why his name's on a field up at North Campus. It was kind of fun being at North Campus. So, so the press box. Yes. Um, the three people who donated to help that field, and and it, we're all three sitting there on on Sunday. Paul oh, really? Brown, Linda Moore, Jim Mentesti. And it was really cool just to sit there and. Is it? Do they have a new press box up there, or is it still the same old shack? It no, it was updated a few years ago. Okay. So and and they were the impetus behind that, and there's a, they've done some nice things to that that facility out there, and it was cool. Eric Delabar was there as an assistant coach with the Maryville women's soccer team, so he took them over and showed him. He's got you know his plaques up as a QU Hall of Famer, and it it was just a very cool Sunday to be around that atmosphere and. And a lot of people that love soccer. I told Tyler though I'm I'm, I'm probably a soccer snob because I, I I would I I probably wouldn't have the same admiration for it if I went to go out and watch his team play or QU or any of the high schools play. I want to see I want to see I want to see the beautiful game, Chuck. I want to see crisp passes. I want to see I want to see strikers. It's just a different game. It has to be really different for those kids on the astroturf. It's it's got to be really it's got to be like really fast right it is but it's gotta be but, harder for them to control the ball but so many of them play on astroturf even at high school level now yeah, I know. and club level that it i don't think that's a few years ago i think it made a big difference when you like, when teams like, first like started when teams first started playing on astroturf yeah. and you could see it they'd kick a ball and that ball would just scoot and and they couldn't run it down well, now they've changed the way the game's the, the speed of the game and they figured out how to put touch on it and things yep. of that nature so, well, good stuff. All right. So, so I guess we'll wait another week for you, Premier League. Well, we'll, yeah, give me one more week so we can get it set up. But we will have a We will do it. We'll do it right. Okay. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Just making sure you're good with that, Mr. EPL. Uh, my Spurs are back in action on, on Saturday. So, I'm, I'm so, so that's what you're doing on Saturday then? Yes. How did, okay, by the way, did you sling any free beers because of uh, our, our podcast last week? I only had one person came up and said they, so they heard it. Um, that's not to say other people didn't. Other people threatened me with it. Okay. Uh, Wags also was one who threatened it, but he did not ask to ask for a beer. Although I would have, I, I would have paid for one of his beers. Gotcha. Had done that. But we had a thanks to the community for coming out and supporting the Rotary Oktoberfest. I got there at five fifteen to sling beer. I didn't breathe again until like nine thirty. It was busy, wasn't it? Quincy loves this beer. It was a beautiful night for it. You no, know, Friday was gorgeous. so so miserable, but Saturday was so good. Yep. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know what we made on it, but all that, uh, all the funds we do make helps. Helps all the programs that we do in Quincy and around the surrounding awesome. areas. So, uh, huge shout out to the area for coming out and supporting yeah, no the fest the way that the way they did. Well, this community supports all of its endeavors. It does, and that's a great thing. It's a great place to live. That's why we wanted to come back here. I'm glad you're back here. I'm too, Chuck. So, how about we break it down again next week, and uh, we'll have some postseason golf to talk about next week. Postseason golf, we can talk about uh, where the Cardinals, who the Cardinals are playing, yep. um, and who knows what. Oh, and we didn't even talk about my boy Riley Martin. 
He's uh, he's, he's, double like, a. he's almost ready for a second ring. They won. They won the 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 South Bend Cubs won the midweek Midwest League Championship. Okay, he got a win in there. He got the win the other night in the Southern League Championship Series. Will he get a ring for that too if they win it. Yeah, so he could end up with a Class A Championship ring, a Class Double A Championship ring, and then he's going to the Arizona Fall League. So, but the Cubs okay. like the the Cubs like him. I've talked to people within the organization, and the Cubs really like him. So you're you're pumped up that he's winning a Class A. You're pumped up that he's winning a Double yeah. A. Yeah. Should he make it all the way to the bigs, would you be pumped up if he helped the Cubs win a world championship? For him, I would. Just for him alone. Just for him alone. You wouldn't be happy for any of the other clowns, but just for Riley. So, you know, I've, I, I've done some things over the years with some guys I've gotten close to. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you all know, I wore an Illini cap at John Deere Classic. You look good. By the way, Mizzou totally let me down last <laughs> oh week, but that's, no, that's a whole other thing. I had I had a what? win, Chuck. Why did I you put bring money it up? On the win. I put money on them to win. Why did you bring it up? Sorry. I was in the middle of talking about something good, and you brought that up. Well, I up. saw your Mizzou hat on. <sighs> I mean, they invented a new way to lose. I've seen so many. So, anyway. So, so many. Okay, is that worse than – was it worse when the guy from Nebraska kicked the ball up into the end zone? Was it worse? No, yeah, this was worse because Mizzou screwed this yes. up. Like, that play, that they, they a- made a defensive play, and this weird thing happened. Yes. This was the guy dropped the ball at the goal line and it rolled into the end zone. Should Drink have gone for a touchdown in the final minute rather yes. than just setting it up for this kicker? Yes. Finish it. You got it with a minute on the three yard line and you got at least two timeouts, if not three. Yes. You go in and punch in. Because you know what? I think everybody thinks that Patrick Mahomes is on the other sidelines. And Patrick Mahomes was not on the other sideline. No. Line. Auburn's quarterback wasn't that good. I mean, no. no. You got you punch it in. Uh, as the now departed Herm Edwards say, you play to win, win. the game, and they did. Not, and they, they did play to win Amen. the game, but they didn't really play to win the game. No, you let a kicker decide. I'll say. I'll say. So I'm sorry. I got you. I got you sidelined. You got me. What I was gonna say yes. was, no matter what level Riley Martin gets to, yes, I will never wear a Cubs cap. Will never wear a Cubs I will cap. never wear a Cubs cap. Even if Riley gets them to the to, to, to the world, helps them get to the World Series and they win it all. You, if Riley himself gives you Chuck, here's right from the Cubs dugout. <laughs> this is number sixteen or whatever number he is. He's got number sixteen on the bill of the cap. You would not wear a Riley Martin handed to you Cubs hat. I mean, I, I could put it on my desk. I could put it on my my shelf. Doesn't have to go on my head. All right, I'll buy that. I do have his, I do have his uh, Myrtle Beach and South Bend baseball cards. You're starting to get to add them to the collection, huh? Yes, the collection. Oh, I got a really cool addition to the collection. Thanks to Q&D Boys golf coach Brian Hendrian. What did he get you? He got – he was at a baseball card show at one point in time, and somebody gave him this, and he when he read about me collecting area stuff, gave it to me. It is a Fritz Ostermuller autograph. Oh, that's awesome. And it's on a, it's on a postcard – that is addressed for and, and postmarked from Quincy. Oh, so and on the back, it's it ha, it's his signature on the back of it. The man who was wrongly portrayed in uh, forty two. Yeah. So Quincy native pitched in the big leagues. Um, was wrongly portrayed as a racist. And, and yeah, he's the one who Jack in forty two. Yeah. But yeah, so Brian Hendrian, shout out. Good luck to you this week in the Raiders in the golf regionals. 
Good luck to all those Raiders. And Should be a lot of fun. And yeah. Devils and Blue Devils and all of them. So. Eagles, all of you. Yeah, so now as we wrap this up, then I got to get ready for that. And as we tape this on Tuesday, I got to get ready to go chase the uh, golf ball around on Wednesday and Thursday and see how our golfers do. Sounds good, buddy. All right, we will catch you back here next week. Perfect. This has been another edition of the Muddy River Breakdown with Shuck Daddy and DLB. Muddy River Sports. Our home, our sports.